This is Sarah Mason from HMC Network, and I am here with Jeff Ford and Matt Schmidt, who are the editors for Avengers Endgame. Hello, gentlemen. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Hi. It's very exciting to talk to anyone who's worked on this movie. Has it been emotional to come to the end? Yeah, I mean, it's been really intense. And I I mean, especially, I got to say, you know, for me, it's, you know, Chris Evans' arc in the movies Mm. has been really special for me because I adore him. I've I've known him for a long time. I did a movie with him even before Marvel. um, And and I just think he's a terrific actor and a great human being. And and he's a very good director, too, by the way. And um, I think uh, that arc was special for me because that's where I started. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel really responsible for it Mm. and very proud of it. And I I think Chris did a great job with it. He did do it. A great job. That was important to me. There's so much of of the film, you know, is dependent on VFX and CGI. I'm curious, especially with you, you've worked on films like Family Stone and One Hour Photo. How has that been different to work on something that's so heavily? I mean, you've been in this franchise for a while, but do you have to change hats when you're? What's the process that's different there? Well, I would say. To answer that question, I don't. I think not changing hats is the way it works because okay. the same the same approach applies to cutting a movie that has visual effects or one that doesn't. It's all about finding great performance and authentic mm. character moments and following story. So even though your your methodology is slightly slightly different. Um, it's still, you know, Josh Brolin still gave a great performance, mm-hmm. and that's why why we have that character. Not because it's visual effects, although they did an amazing job, but the reason Thanos works is because of Josh Brolin. Uh, you know, the reason those characters work are because of the people who perform them. Um, I firmly believe that. I mean, obviously, the spectacle and the amazing things that, that the VFX people do, it's, it's breathtaking and amazing, and you couldn't make these fantastic movies without them. But I, my approach as, a, as an editor is the same whether the movie has visual effects in it or not. It has to have great rhythm, really good storytelling, um, and authentic performances. And and and, and part of the, the uh, challenge in a visual effects movie that's different is that you have to make sure the visual effects amplify those great performances and don't diminish them. Mm-hmm. And and we, we have uh, Dan DeLue, who is our VFX supervisor. He's a guy that has the skills to do that. So I got to work with great people who knew about the value of that performance that we had, that we had captured. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, we were lucky because we had we had a great team on that. Do you storyboard this prior to principal photography? We storyboard uh, a lot of it, especially all the big sequences, the mm-hmm. action sequences, and then we'll take the storyboards and give them to our previous department, who will do kind of animated versions of our characters. You know, low res with uh, Gerardo Ramirez, who was our uh, uh, previous supervisor. And they create basically the world and the scene that we're going to live in for that, uh, for that scene. And we get the shots back. Jeff and I will cut them together. We'll do sound. We'll do music. Sometimes we incorporate storyboards as well. Um, if it's just a storyboard, like a, a, a scene that doesn't need the previs, the flying people, the superhero action, we'll leave as storyboards. We subtitle everything out because we get a rough timing for, you know, we try to do it for a majority of the movie as we're shooting, you know, as, so we kind of know where we are at any given point and the directors could kind of sit down and we can watch the movie as a whole mm-hmm. so with storyboards, previs, uh, the footage that was shot, especially on the end game because we shot infinity war and endgame at the same time so we shot for a year in atlanta and sometimes we would shoot infinity war sometimes we would shoot endgame so anytime that how we is could- that like how like how do you 
make crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, it's certainly, uh, it, just don't try this at home. It's like an extreme mm. sport more than filmmaking because basically what you're doing is <laughs> every other day you're getting footage from another movie. So it, it's kind of a, it's kind of mind blowing, but it created efficiencies that we needed to trade on, which is like, you know, accessing our cast, being able to, to shoot out people that we wouldn't have otherwise. So it gave us some things and, and also it was very difficult, especially for the directors who are just, those guys are the best. I mean, they're just, I adore them and they really, they really went through the ringer on this one because they had to keep their head straight, uh, you know, two movies parallel. And by the way, we're rewriting these movies as we're shooting them as well. So imagine that. I mean, and, uh, no, and I can't imagine that. <laughs> well, we, come, we would go back and shoot scenes uh, uh, maybe two, three times to wow. get them right or adjust because we had the cast available. It was easier to go back in and, and get it again mm. if we needed it. So it gave us some flexibility, creative flexibility and freedom that is sort of, uh, I've never seen the, the level of, you know, uh, uh, that on a movie before that flexibility, but it also was, it was, it was a lot of 17 hour days. Mm. There's a sequence where you did a continuous shot, but it was several together. Oh, right. The Tokyo sequence. That sequence is, uh, I think it's four pieces that are stitched together, and and that was rehearsed heavily over. I think we spent a day, day and a half rehearsing it and and blocking it out, and then it was shot over the course of an evening, but uh, in segments that were stitched together digitally, um, because the the stunt players you know needed those the breaks to you know to complete each each one of their segments, but mm-hmm. it plays as one continuous shot. So are you on set a lot of the time? We're on set every day. Okay. Um, sometimes for a long time, sometimes for a few minutes, depending on what the day's like. Uh, I, you know, I think we used to, we kind of would make rounds in the morning and check in with everybody. Mm. You also remember there's three or four units shooting. It's not just one group. So I've got, you know, main unit with Joe and Anthony. Then there's a second unit shooting, probably headed by um, uh, Sam Hargrave, our stunt coordinator. Uh, and, and then there's a, maybe there's a mocap unit going and maybe main unit splintered off another camera. So part of my job in the morning, and Matt would do this as well, um, we would go from unit to unit to make sure everybody had everything they needed. Do you guys need reference? Do you know what you're shooting? Is everything clear? Does anybody have any questions? Can we help? And everybody in all departments did that. We were a great team. So everybody wanted to make sure we were supporting everybody else. It, it, was, it was actually fun. It was, you know, get a burrito and, and, uh, <laughs> and get in a golf cart and go from unit to unit. And then once we knew what was going on for the day, we could go back to cut and then, you know, see everybody again at lunch. And, and then at night, uh, when the crew wraps, everybody goes home and gets to rest. We have to go to work again with the directors and edit and, p- and plan the next day with them because it's an ever-changing process that's really informed by what we're cutting. So they want to come in and see what we're doing, and that might inform what they're going to do the next day. So it's it's a it's it's pretty intense, but it's fun. So your job never ends, basically. It ends. I mean, it ended in <laughs> April uh, when we finished this thing, and it was like being thrown off a moving train. But yeah, we we did finish it. <laughs> thrown uh, it off did hard. come out. And uh, and we don't have to hide. Uh, people seem to like it. My kids are good with it. I, that's all I really cared about. So um, I think we. I mean, it does end though, and it's actually it was it was it was tough. I mean, it was tough to walk away from something that had been occupying your brain for you know three years yeah. or more. And for well, we've been on these things for really, like eight, for a eight decade years. Or yeah, so, right. it's a lot. It's a big chunk of your life, and it's a lot of important experiences. Uh, what did you actually cut on, media composer? Yeah, we use that Avid Media Composer, okay. which is such a robust and amazing machine because we have, what, 16 layers of video? 
when back when I was a film assistant, we used to you know, everybody would brag about how much film they shot on their film to say how much they had to manage. And 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 back in those days, you know, a movie like uh, oh, I think like uh, like Penny Marshall was a director known for shooting a lot of footage, and she'd shoot a million feet. And then Barry would go, oh, my God, Penny Marshall shot a million feet of film. Well, we shot 5,300,000 feet of film for these two movies. And, and you know, uh, it was it, – it's deceptive because it's digital, but you, it just gives you an idea of the massive amount of data that's right. coming in our cutting room every day. And we have a team of people that, that manage that for us and make sure that we see – um, everything in a way that we can, you know, move through it. Some of it's for visual effects. Some of it's actually performance material that we cut. Some of it's plates, but it's a massive and massive amount of data coming in. And, uh, that management is critical. We have to know where all of it is at every given moment. Yeah. How do you manage that? Do you have like a giant NAS sand system like on with you on the set or do you have like, do people carry drives (laughs) back? Like, I hope not, but no, no, it's really that. I mean, the the camera, camera crew takes a drive to the, is basically a drive. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, 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 uh, and then they, that goes to what was it shot on? Like Alexa? Was it? Uh, it was uh, Alexa uh, Super? It was the um, sorry, Alexa sixty five. So it was the IMAX. Okay. Yeah, the whole movie. Was both I, both right. movies were shot all in IMAX. The, the IMAX format, meaning it's a, a chip that has an incredibly high resolution, right. and then it's all designed to be IMAX. It, and none of it was shot in the in the in the smaller resolution. So heavy workflow problems. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> a lot. But but you know, again, it, you know, because the movies were shot together, all that stuff was there was a consistency to it. Mm-hmm. And we, we, you know, we have an incredible team of assistants. Um, Robin Bidet is our first. Uh, he's sort of a tech wizard genius who is able to make all this work seamlessly. Um, and then, uh, um, you know, we have just a great team of people that that support us to make all this happen. How big is that team? I mean, I got. I mean, so your immediate team, how many? Well, Matt and I each have a first assistant, and then there, uh, there's a second and uh, two seconds. Yeah. There's Hector, Corey, Dave, and Robin. Hector, Corey, Dave, and Robin is our core team. And they're the best in the business, i got to tell you. They're amazing. And then we have uh, um, Adam Coles, our, our, our uh, post-production supervisor, who handles the logistics. Yeah. And we have a couple of PAs that, um, um, uh, that, that help us with like, day-to-day stuff. But it's a small team. And everybody knows Hardest their job. Hardest working team show business. Well, yeah, no, I, I do think it's – I don't know that any – there's been anybody like – like we we created this team over eight years and they sort of – some yeah. people came and went. But the ones that remained were like the best of the best. I feel like it's like the Navy SEALs. You know? Oh, wow. So they're incredible. That's great. Uh, I love them all. I'm getting the wrap-up. I just want to ask you both one last question. If you could give me your f- favorite memory from the whole experience. Oh, my favorite memory – would have to be watching Endgame with a real audience mm. and, you know, sitting in a 400-seat theater and and just their reaction to it, sitting there with my daughter and, and watching the movie play out and, 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 you know, when Tony Stark dies and, and you know, there's people crying and my he daughter's died? looking at... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm kidding. Uh, almost a year later. But, uh, yeah, that, that was my... Uh, Probably favorite experience, really, and working with the filmmakers, Joe and Anthony. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I, I sec- oh, thanks, thanks. I, I second all that work with Matt and and the incredible team. I mean, I would say that yeah, seeing it with with an audience. Uh, we went to Westwood the night it opened and watched oh, it. And it was it, it was crazy. But uh, from production, uh, not from post, but from production, my, my favorite moment and then one I won't ever forget is, is being down at the at the um, lake when we shot the last scene where everybody's on the dock you know, saying goodbye to Tony 
um, and the cast came out of their trailers mm. for that moment, and they kept coming. Wow! And it, was, and it was like, oh, there's Chris Pratt, and he's talking to, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, like, it just yeah. kept coming, and you got these combinations that you just never would have expected to see. That was an incredible move. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. that was that was one of the most amazing, uh, 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 you know, call sheets in history. Well, thank you both very much. I really appreciate thank your time. You. And go see Endgame again because you <laughs> can't make enough money. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. 